Welcome, listeners. Welcome once again to Fate's Rest. And today, we're going to get right into it, because last time, we left a cliffhanger in combat. A cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Did I say that, really? Yes. <laughs> I've been having issues like that all day today. I said budget instead of budget earlier, so... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's just the mood. Your brain. When your mouth moves faster than your brain. Exactly. It's been one of those weeks. So I feel that. We are starting the we are starting the restarting combat at the top of the order. Uh, I will go over chain of events a little bit here. Um, I, they they smushed a bunch of people with frying pans from the sky because flying pans, chaos. if you will. <laughs> yeah, fly. Yeah. Yulby uh, is protecting Jack from a bunch of goons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Callie is about to do some crazy shit, which I don't, I don't exactly know yet. Uh, little, uh, little scaredy girl got squished by the gatekeeper, and the sword guy got dropped from the sky. And Zug is doing his magic thing. At some point, we're going to get tried for war crimes, I feel like. <laughs> I guess you could say we've handled that one. <laughs> um, Top of the order, it is Zug's turn. <laughs> <laughs> straight, out of the pan, uh, straight out of the pan into the fire. Uh, let's see. So I need, I need some... I know, I know there's a bow and arrow guy. How? But is but bow and arrow guy's currently alone, right? Yeah, he's off by himself. Hopefully, no one attacks him. Is what he's thinking. <laughs> if they're engaged okay. in melee combat. I'm gonna stay over here. Because <laughs> so memory serves, uh, Sig is not currently in melee combat. So Sig is going to cast a spell on this uh, archer. Okay. Do you currently have any other spells going? I do have a concentration spell going, but I'm not casting another concentration spell. So I would like to. Oh wait, that that can't be that one. Uh, Never mind. I read the description of that spell. Okay, so I will do a different spell. That would've been hilarious, though. Just, oh yeah, Archer thinks he's all good. Just drop darkness on him. Um, no, so I will uh, throw out a shatter at said Archer uh, with the, if he's within 60 feet of uh, Sig. Within 60 feet? Tell you what, I'll give you that one because I don't remember the exact footage. Okay, so we're going to cast a spell. So he needs to make a constitution saving throw, please and thank you, of 15. Oh boy. Yeah, I didn't think that'd go well for him. He rolled a four. Rolled a what? He rolled a four. Nice. You know, there's a reason it's Kelly's lucky number. (laughs) 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 He's also an archer, so his constitution's set kind of (laughs) low. So, uh, he's going to hear a nice... Sudden loud ringing noise. 
right where he's standing. A 10-foot sphere around him. Casters saving throw, and they're going to take 4d8 thunder damage because I upcasted it. <laughs> Everybody hears this loud crack on the battlefield. This archer dude gets vaporized. Also, any non-magical uh, object that is not being worn or carried uh, takes the damage if it's in the spell range. Uh, so there's that. Non-magical? So I probably break a lot of pans, too. <laughs> Those are heavy-duty pans. Those are also magic pans, so you're fine. So that's a uh, 13 for my thunder damage. 13 thunder damage. He looks alive. Um, <laughs> He doesn't look all that great. Shatter sucks. <laughs> yes, yes it does. It's just the damage. I mean, at least he's not uh, made out of stone or inorganic material, so. Oh, I gotta roll a thing. Because that thing doesn't have much health to it. Okay, thank God. His bowstring stays intact. All right. Is that your turn? Uh, let me look at my bonus actions. So I I will use my um, the orc aggressive uh, bonus action to move uh, thirty feet in that archer's direction. Oh God. <laughs> So just wreck him and then start moving towards him. It's like, you're mine. <laughs> well, that's all I got. Alrighty then. So Archer guy is going to let two fly at Zug. How does a 21 and a 19 look? Not pleasant. Um, I don't believe I have, I have that spell. I don't have. Well, I, I can't believe I don't have that spell. So yeah, they both hit. Ten piercing damage. It's not very nice. Yes. Um, these are also magic arrows because you kind of broke his non-magic arrows. Um. I just want to say, before any more damage is done, I have a very nice amount of health that's, left. That's fine. <laughs> <clears throat> These arrows, uh, essentially, they keep you from moving your next turn. Okay. Some perilous arrows. It's pretty neat. You should still be able to make your actions, you just can't move. Okay. Uh, and next... He knows not what he asked for. <laughs> next up is Yuli. Alright, well, last I remember there are a couple goons in front of Yuli. Okay, well, I got this axe here. And I'm gonna just whack them. Uh, let's just pick the one to the left and see how that goes. I'm gonna whack the guy to the left. Yes. Um, 17 to hit. 
That hits. Perfect. That guy will take 11 damage with five um, radiant damage from improved divine smite because I'm an awesome paladin and my hits just have it now. Nice. And then he will take four uh, what's it called? It's a different kind of damage from another kind of spell. Psychic damage. There we go. And he has to make a wisdom save of 17 because it is the Wrathful Smite. I'm going to say he passed the wisdom save. Ah, darn. However, it's what, 19 total damage? Yes. He's still unconscious. <laughs> cool. Then just switch to the other guy. Rinse and repeat. She just gives him a look and a small smirk like, you ready? <laughs> He's not. <laughs> he takes a deep breath. <laughs> 24 to hit. <laughs> 24 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Uh, 11 <laughs> slashing damage, because I believe that's what Nax does. Yes. Yes. Uh, he will take five uh, radiant damage from the improved divine smite, and then one damage from the wrathful smite. Wisdom save seventeen. Wisdom save seventeen. So the damage doesn't do much to him. However, he fails the wisdom save. He's now Enjoy. scared of me. <laughs> and. Doesn't look great. <laughs> I say he's at this point he would be considered bloodied. He doesn't look great, and he's now terrified of this tiny woman swinging a big ass axe. She'll grin and wave one hand with the wiggly fingers, like goodbye. <laughs> and that is the end of my turn. All right. So first goon is down. Next one, uh, well, he kind of just turns and runs the opposite direction. <laughs> Full movement. <laughs> I believe, because at the end of his turn, he can make another wisdom save. Wisdom save. Well, it's got to be a 17, right? Yes. It's a 17 on the dice. So, yeah, he passed it that time. So he ran the what? Full 60? 30 feet. <laughs> oh. oh, full 60. Well, I yeah. thought he was going to dash 60. away. <laughs> he ran full 60. I'll give you that. He ran full 60 and then stops. Steals himself and turns back around. And that's, next up is um, the bundled mess on the ground who fell from the sky. And... Those looking at him can see his arms trying to force himself up, but that that slime just kind of covers him and sucks him back to the ground, forcing him out of the fight. And next up is Callie. All right. Um. Cool. So, is there anybody, any of the goons, presently within thirty feet of? 
Ruby? No. They stay clear. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then I don't have to worry too much about that. Um, I'm going to need her to make an intelligence save, please. Joy. Pretty sure seven does not does not. No, it does not. So she is still on fire, which is wonderful, right? Um, yes. Callie is going to. It, it's the it's like a swirl of sort of electricity forms around the top of this new staff she has, and then disappears and then forms around where Ruby is in this like 20 foot sphere uh, casting synaptic static um she did fail which means she gets to take I'm, I'm rolling the damage hold on 27 um psychic damage and for the next one minute um, she has to roll a d6 and subtract it from all attack rolls, ability checks, and uh, constitution saving thrust. Oh dear. That's going to make the fire a lot more nasty. Oh dear. <laughs> um, well, the damage, she's still conscious. Like she, You can still see she's fighting, trying to, trying to fight back. But yeah, oof. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe that. So looks like she just got a massive migraine, I guess. Um, for now, Kelly likes where she's at in the sky away from all the danger. Um, but I would like to keep an eye on Sig um, for when or if he ends up landing. Because I'm using my concentration on him and I need to know when I no longer need to do that. Oh, he's currently uh, on the ground? I missed that somehow. I thought he flew 30 feet closer, not... Okay. Awesome, then. I'm going to uh, dismiss my concentration on on fly, but I'll do that at the beginning of next turn. So Zug can still have one more turn with it. All right. Yep. And that is your turn? All right. Gatekeeper is up. And he's pretty close to... Uh, what all just transpired with Ruby. But instead of continuing fighting her, he um, takes to the sky again, surveys the surroundings, and launches two small fireballs at the guys running away. Pretty sure that's a <laughs> Gods don't follow the law. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm no like you know military lawyer or anything, but I'm pretty sure attacking, retreating foes is a war crime. And they are both dead. Smoldering ashes in the wind. What would be next up? is Ruby. Now, remind me again if she can attack or not while on fire. Do not remember. 
Delicious, no problem attacking. Um, I'm gonna read the spell again. Breathe one creature, you can see within range. Heart must make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, take the save. Uh, da -da -da -da. Failed save, they also burn for the spell's duration. Burning sheds uh, bright light within a 30 foot radius and a dim light with an additional 30 feet. At the end of each of its turns, you repeat the saving throw and take four d6 on a failed save. It ends on a successful save. They cannot be extinguished by non-magical means. And I love the finale there that if the damage from the spell kills the target, the target then is turned to ash. So. So no 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 impedance to attacking. Uh, just has to make a dexterity saving throw at the end of the turn. Ah, all right. Well, she is bit furious as to what's going on. Not happy whatsoever. And she kind of um, claps her hands together and this surge of magic dissipates from her. Doesn't affect the flames, doesn't affect anything damage-wise. It just surges out. And I'm going to need everybody on the ground to roll me was that dexterity saves. Uh, dirty 20. You're fine. That is a 19. You're also fine. Nope, sorry, the 21. You're still fine. Uh, <laughs> Jack fails. He's right next to Yolpi. He gets like a plus five. I know. Oh, still failed. <laughs> <laughs> So much for God of luck. Um, That's an oof. Yeah, I, he rolls all of his saves with advantage, and he still rolled like a seven. Well, he's the God of luck. We oh, never specified if it was good or bad luck. <laughs> I mean, good or bad, it's all luck, so. Homeboy with the bow fails, and Kelly and the gatekeeper are safe. Alright, so all the people on the ground automatically fail. When this, this magic dissipates, when it kind of coats the ground around, bunches and bunches of vines sprout up from the ground wherever people were standing at. And those of you fast enough, or those of you who saved, are able to get out of the way quick enough. Those who did not are now wrapped in, confined in vines. That are slowly squeezing. And she's allowed to make another intelligence save at the end of her turn to try to get out of the static. Yep. It's also going to do what, That's a, what kind of save for the a dex. dex save for the... And uh, that spell that you threw on there, Nikova, is nasty, so... <laughs> so the dex saves first, because order here. Um, well, that's a fail. Even before the negative? Uh, well, before the negative, it was a two on the dice. <laughs> <laughs> so, the dice are in y'all's favor today. You know what? I think... That's a good thing. I think Jack is just, like, <laughs> using his luck powers to manipulate how well Ruby is saving, and that's why they're not working on himself. <laughs> yes. He just he just switched who got what saves. It's not the god of luck, he's the god of probability. <laughs> 
Intelligence save is a 12. Because yay minus 5. Ouch. <laughs> um, so that's another 4d6 fire damage. Yes. So I'll roll that up. Um, the only thing that happens with the int save fail is that it just continues. She's not out of the static yet. Muddled thoughts. Uh, 17 fire damage. 17 fire Please damage. Please and thank you. Still not yep. enough to take her out, but she's looking very much bloodied. Huzal, y'all are beating up on a child. She started it. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back to the start of the order. <laughs> Okay, so Archer Boy. He looks like he's in pain. <laughs> well, Archer Boy is going to be in really pain. Um, so let's see. What's a good? What's a good direct spell? Direct spell. I think that's a good one, but I don't want to. Uh, with him yeah. being restrained by the vines, he automatically fails strength and dexterity saves. Okay, so how's about a uh, third level burning hands then? When I, I'll move up and. Ow! <laughs> I mean, is that a two hit or is that a save? That's a deck save. Deck save, yeah, he automatically fails that. What is the minimum amount of damage you can do? Uh, five. Okay, he'll survive that, so you gotta roll. <laughs> One more d6. Twenty-one. Yeah, no, he's dead. <laughs> it smells like burnt meat, kind of like someone burnt some bacon and wood ash. And uh, Sig will just uh, after he just burning hands this guy, just be like, "That'll teach you to fire your arrows at someone." So, Sig, fun fact. The uh -huh. person that was now restraining those vines is dead. I'm going to need you to make a dexterity save as you are now the closest person to those vines. Dexterity saves. I'm going to use my two soul ability on that one. Thank you very much. For the foresight ability. That's better. <laughs> So it's a dex is a dirty 20. You're fine. You dodge it as these things uh, reach out to try to grab you. Almost as if they're alive. Probably. Uh, start talking a little bit of crap about gardening and <laughs> celestial. Just, <laughs> just like, you're just lucky I don't have my tools. I'd make, I'd make, you, I'd make you work how I want you to work. <laughs> was that your turn? Yep, that's my turn. Uh, bow guy is dead. 
you'll be Europe. Cool. Basically, all the little goons are dead. I'm yep. gonna turn around, and I'm pretty sure this cage was pretty flimsy, and just kind of flip that, please and thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, it kind of just falls apart as you try to open it. Cool. I need to undo Jack from the vines. And I don't know what you need me to do. <laughs> so essentially, you make an attack at the vines. Cool. The vines do have a health. Sweet. I'll just do that. 24 to hit with the axe. 24. Yeah, that hits. And the other one's a 25. Does I mean, my smite still work against it? Technically, yes, because it is a living creature. Okay. Uh, let's see. We got nine and eight. So, can I do basic math? Seventeen slashing damage. D eight. Seventeen slashing damage. Then seven. Why can I never remember it? Radiant damage. There we go. Seven radiant damage. Ow. And then... I believe it is 1d6 for the Wrathful Smite. Okay. And doing math in my head is hard. Feel that. Or is it a possibility you can wipe this vine out with a single attack uh, like this? That will be... <laughs> Six and then five, so eleven uh, psychic damage, and the plant has to make the wisdom save of seventeen to be afraid. Uh, <laughs> it, it's dead. <laughs> you did more than thirty damage. It's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, plant. I can prune. The, you, you hit it with the axe, and it like puts this big gouge in it, and then the radiant and psychic damage hit it, and it kind of just shrivels up and drops to the ground. Sweet. And that is all I can do for this turn, but she's going to be like, look, I got you out. <laughs> Jack's all smiles. Perfect. Scuffed up and scraped up, but he's all smiles. Just so everyone knows, because of what he's being confined by or um, uh, restrained by, everyone sees that he's in changeling form. He's not just some golden skinned human looking guy. He 100% looks like a changeling. Maybe you should describe that to our audience. So, I mean, changeling is atypical changeling. He's got the, the solid white hair. Uh, the gray and white blotched skin. He's got really uh, fine angled face facial features, almost as like an elf's facial features. He's got the big wide eyes. He's still wearing his golden golden leather armor, but other than that, he looks 100% like a stereotypical changeling. You said Yulby's turn is done. Yep. 
This guy's dead. This guy's dead. This guy can't move or is not allowed to fight according to the slime. Uh, Kelly's turn. Okay. Give me just one moment. I'm deciding between a couple of different actions. You know what? Why not? Hmm. Um, you know, I know that Ruby's already on fire, but like maybe she could use a little more fire. <laughs> um, Looks a little cold. Yeah. So, gonna hold out that staff again, and a bright orange flame is gonna start flickering at the very end of it. I'm gonna shoot it toward Ruby. I'm gonna cast Fireball. Um. Fireball? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Centered on Ruby, <laughs> so it's a 20 foot radius around her, but you've already said that there's no one really around her. Um. Nope. And this does allow me to upcast it, so I am upcasting it quite a bit. Uh. You know, how does a. How does a 7th level Fireball feel? Um, I that's mean, a dexterity save. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's a big oof. Um, awesome. That does not save. That's 44 <laughs> fire damage, please. Oh, fuck. She takes one knee, drops to one knee after this. She struggles to stand back up. She doesn't look great at all. <laughs> but she is still up. Um, yeah, no, I'm she's letting her magic speak for herself at this point, so she's got nothing else to say. Just maybe a very smug smile. That's it. That's my turn so far. So, Gatekeeper, on his turn, will uh, drop back to the ground and transform back into his his portly dragonborn self. And he's gonna walk through all of this nonsense ha nonsense happening around Ruby, as if completely unf un unfazed by it, and just kind of uh, just hitch upside the head. And knocks her out. Because she had one health left. You were so close to just knocking her out completely. Well, that's combat. Wonderful. Argu arguably, she turn into dust now. <laughs> well, she got smacked upside the head. It, it's possible that he did a uh, non-lethal blow. The flames dissipate yeah, but... when he hits her. That's ah, bogus. He's a god. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to clean my enemy up in a dustpan. <laughs> there's pretty sure there's a couple of ash piles that you can go do that with right now. No, they don't count. <laughs> Kelly's going to oh so gracefully yeah. land on the ground. Mm. 
I gotta do the heroic thing and scoop up uh, Jack and just bring him over to the group to his sister. That's fine. Fireman carry? Uh, no, bridal style, my dude. Right. Oh, threshold. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he's all like, he's all like leaning into it, playing it up. <laughs> Well, that was fun. She doesn't have to. She doesn't have to fight anymore. She doesn't need to keep her axe out. It's fine. Everyone, all right? Yeah, pretty good. Barely got a scratch. Just, just a little bit of unconsequential damage there. Gatekeeper looks around at three of y'all around the battlefield. And the two people that are now unconscious. Well, three of you carried yourself very well. Good job. You know, I'm really <laughs> kind of concerned here. <laughs> He brings the pants and I expect us to use them. Then we use them and he acts all appalled. But now he says we did a good job. Well, he's just recognizing our skills, is all. Gatekeeper laughs a little bit. <laughs> you really don't know how to take a compliment, do you? Oh, I do. Just first we're berated, then we're complimented. It's kind of a weird mix. Any other world, what we just did here would have been a war crime. It's fine, but there's no government going to sanction any of you. Well, this is kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Who's going to know? Squints <laughs> at the knowledge god. <laughs> Who's going to know? Looks for cameras. Um, <laughs> Alright, so I guess our next course then he's going to kind of, I mean, he's going to definitely look at our uh, slimed friend. Kind of like, you know, prod him with a boot, like what, what are we doing with this one here? It looks like he was uh, held out of it. As you like prod it with your boot, the slime kind of like slides off of the guy's body and forms itself back into its little dewdrop uh, shape. And the guy coughs. He says, oh, what the fuck hit me? Well, the ground, so. It more, like, it more accurately caught you. Am I dead? That depends on your next Do you words. Want to be? The little monster contained. Well, I'm hoping our uh, the gatekeeper decides to actually do something correct for once, since we weren't allowed to finish it. Uh, and you see him uh, uh, pulling out another one of those bottles, like he, like Leviathan was in, and he's kind of like 
magicking Groovy into the bottle. Uh, if it can hold Leviathan, it can probably hold that one, I would guess. Shouldn't we do up her bandages at least? She's going to be trapped in a bottle. Okay. A bad to my collection. Um, I'm not entirely sure if this is a question I want to be asking, but um, how powerful does a being have to be in order to qualify for this collection you're making? It was a joke. She will only be in the jar so long as I can figure out what caused the corruption and stop and like reverse it. Okay, so in the jar for observation. So I guess what's our next course now that we stopped them? And then I don't know what we want to do with this one. Well, don't. Shade, I guess. Thinks Fade. he's worth saving. Fade. Fade. Well, Fade kind of. I said the wrong one. Kind of stands in, stands in between you and him, like trying to protect him. Well, not, not gonna do anything. <laughs> he's already out of the battle and he's outnumbered. He's at least smart, as far as I can tell. Yeah, I don't think I could take you guys as it is. Plus. You know, giant dragon guy here. Eh. He's what we like to call a big gun. <laughs> you know, the whole carry a big I'm gonna stick. Gonna look over to. So gonna I look over to Yulby because I keep hearing her try to say stuff and then get interrupted. Just like gesture for her to speak. <laughs> She'll wait. And she'll watch, and just to like make sure and see. Well, I'm pretty sure they were talking about Daddy Darkness or something, and that's where we're supposed to go next. Unless you forgot, did you get hit in the head hard enough? Well, I know that, but I don't see where we are going to stop. Points the little bottle of girl points the other dude. They might know. The... The darkness kind of just left as fast as it could. I don't know. Uh... He's like starting to slowly sit up and hold his head and hold his arm. Nothing looks like it's broken, but he's going to be completely bruised from one end to the other. Um, I don't know. Uh, and then the gatekeeper kind of speaks up. Uh, we don't know. However, he pulls Leviathan out of his pocket shakes the bottle up a little bit. He does. Well, can you ask him? 
I'm interrogating him right now, and he shakes the bottle. Just makes the carry-on gesture. <laughs> Puts his ear up to the bottle. You hear a bunch of squeaking. <laughs> and draconic. Just draconic squeaking. The islands in the south. Well, then that sounds like our next destination. I will, um, we should head back to the tavern and just go straight from there. Uh, or I can send you guys straight there. I will start gathering the other pact holders so we can create the next step, the next, the next egg, the next seed, whatever you want to call it. It'll be good to get everybody together, figure we can get started, you gather everybody up. Yes. That means no more, uh, no more pan drops, sadly. I should be able to pinpoint which island is under magical distress once we get back to the tavern. Right now I'm not at full power still, so I need to have access How to that. How does one go about the process of creating this seed? Essentially, once all the pact holders are in one spot... using the pact holders as a what's, it, what's the word what's the word a medium the uh, elementals pass their magic through and into one spot and to do everything we're going to need a, a spark stone or the equivalent of a spark stone it's a blank one which there's one at the tavern I believe I also have one you I do. did um, hold on this is her player wondering if I did something with that or not <laughs> I don't quite remember as far as I know you still have it Yeah. Um going to pull out the little the, Yeah, there it is. The little clear stone that I have. That is the one. Well, identical to that. All right. And once it is infused with the elemental's magic, it will grow significantly in size. I see. So we're going to go to this island ahead of you, and we expect to see the the father there, the darkness one. Uh, it'll either be the darkness fighting its other half, or they will be one. Either way, it's not going to be fun for anyone involved. I'm confused. 
Oh. If we're going to call all the pact holders, why do we need to go out ahead when the three... No, sorry. Yopi doesn't know about Zug. When the two of us have friends. Well. Uh, we're going to need to make this all in the same place. Preferably closest to the father, because we'll be able to uh, maybe appease him or control the magic fluctuations that happen with this thing. Uh, it's kind of semantics. It has to happen naturally. You know what? Go check on the island. Find out what's going on. And I will bring all of the other pact holders to you. What if I just call them? She'll look at like her feather and her coin. <laughs> well, I think it's not an issue of calling. It's an issue of getting them there quickly. And with the ability to move through doors as the gatekeeper can, I imagine it's pretty fast for him to gather everybody up. We can definitely call them to say, get ready, but... Oh, well. I suppose that's uh, fair enough. Two there. Um, you can summon... So our mission is to go to the island the... and make sure that there is a safe enough space prepared for all of us to gather. Correct. Gather a beachhead. Yes. Well, let's go. Right. And he opens a door. He, like, conjures a door. It opens it directly into the tavern. There we go. Sorry. I'm gonna put down Jack and make a couple phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's still standing there with his with his arms bound. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> he looks around for a minute. No one's moving to take his bindings off. He just walks through the door. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's fair. <laughs> Once everyone's through the door, the gatekeeper will follow and close the door. And that is where we'll stop for the night. <laughs> briefly returned into the tavern with one bound goblin behind us and uh, about 500 us. pounds fewer pots and pans <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine some some date way in the future when somebody goes over this battlefield and just finds a metric crap ton of pans and a bunch of them that are broken like, what would the archaeologists think of that situation? Well, wouldn't they all shrink? <laughs> brings, brings a whole new meaning to cooking battles. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to think those are cooking utensils. They're definitely going to think they're weapons. 
Yeah, they're gonna think it's like some ancient war zone <laughs> where all these weapons were left. Maybe some ceremonial thing, like they, some ancient society worshipped pans or some nonsense. <laughs> or they use it to cook their enemies, <gasps> gain their power. Ooh. 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 Oh God, that's that's why there's that's why there's no remains. That's a good one. Like that makes sense. Other than that, one really burned one. He went a little too long. <laughs> and on that note please uh, rate and review our episode do not tell us we went a little too long because um, I will start laughing uncontrollably or do I guess that either way works uh, but yes please leave a rating review on your podcatcher of your choosing for our uh, episode in our show uh, yeah or I mean, and or, right? Like, after you're done leaving that review, you could pop on over to our Discord to hang out with a bunch of other people who listen to us, and, you know, even us on occasion. So, uh, we'll look forward to seeing you there. You can also check out our social media, Fates Rest, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Stuff gets posted there, I promise. (laughs) It does. It really does. And lastly, I'll leave you with Topic of the Week. I think because some pretty gnarly ones were used during this combat, I want to hear about your favorite spell. Everybody has one. I want to hear about <laughs> it. I don't have just one. My favorite spell is uh, a cantrip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm really digging prestidigitation. That's actually it's, my it's favorite real one good. right there. Yep. <laughs> Lots of utility. <laughs> And with that, we love you. We love you. Love, love you. you. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.